Hey, Dr. Huntington here, and in today's video, let's look at an ingredient that you'll find on a lot of food labels. It's guar gum, and it's a food additive, meaning that it's added to some foods during processing. So right off the bat, it should be clear that you don't want to consume large amounts of guar gum simply because that would mean that you're eating large amounts of processed food. And you don't want to do that. You should really limit the amount of processed food that you eat. But that doesn't mean that guar gum is bad for you in small amounts. So let's look at this. First, guar gum is made from a legume called the guar bean. And similar to the way that many grains are refined, the guar bean is refined by removing and milling the endosperm. The powder that you get from the milling process has properties that make it highly desirable, uh, you know, a highly desirable ingredient for lots of different products. And that includes cosmetics and pharmaceuticals, and it's a thick, its thickening properties also make it useful to help with drilling in the oil and gas industry. But where guar gum is used the most is the food industry. You see, its solubility in both hot and cold water make guar gum a really good emulsifier that stabilizes and thickens the texture of foods. And it's low caloric and high in fiber. And both of those make it an even more attractive uh, ingredient as a food additive. Now, if you're going to use an emulsifier when cooking, or you're looking to select a processed food that happens to contain an emulsifier, then guar gum is gonna be a better option than let's say cornstarch or modified cornstarch, or uh, you might see it listed as modified food starch. Guar gum is a better alternative than any of those. And guar gum is certainly a better choice than using gluten as a binder. You know, gluten is often added to foods to make them thicker or, or more sticky, but you really should avoid gluten completely. So guar gum is a, a much better option, you know, than gluten. All right, so let's look at the pros and cons of guar gum. Now, research indicates that just like other fibers, guar gum can help lower blood sugar and cholesterol levels and ease constipation. Of course, that's good news for diabetics or really anyone with blood sugar concerns. You know, and also people with sluggish bowels. Okay, so guar gum, so far so good, right? And really, guar gum only really becomes problematic if you eat large amounts of it uh, because guar gum absorbs water and bulks up rapidly. And in large amounts, it can damage the lining of your gut. Another drawback is that guar gum can cause an inflammatory reaction in people with soy allergies. And guar gum can be a gut irritant to anyone, you know, if you eat too much of it. Another possible concern is that guar gum is made from a legume. And legumes are hard to digest and they contain lectins. Now, lectins are plant proteins that can irritate the digestive system and cause symptoms in some people. Um, gluten is probably the most famous of the lectin proteins. And so lectins can lead to a leaky gut in some people, you know, which opens the door to developing food sensitivities and autoimmune diseases. Now, even though guar gum can help ease constipation, that's only if it's used in very small amounts. You know, a little bit of this powder really goes a long way. So be careful when using it, you know, in home cooking, because if you use too much of it, it can soak up all the water in your large intestine and can actually cause constipation. And in very rare instances, it would, you know, it could cause intestinal obstruction. You know, so the key here is a little bit. Now, guar gum is considered a natural product, and it's definitely less hazardous to your health, you know, when compared to most other emulsifiers. But food additives in general can throw off the bacterial balance in your gut. 
And that's how you end up with inflammation, intestinal, intestinal permeability, and allergies or sensitivities to foods. And as I mentioned earlier, that can set the stage for autoimmune diseases. All right, so to sum this up, guar gum is one of your better choices as an emulsifier. You know, it's going to be better than something like uh, polysorbate 80, which is an ingredient that you'll see in many products. Uh, but make sure you're only consuming small amounts of guar gum. Um, if you have a sensitive digestive system or gut issues, you might want to consider avoiding guar gum or limiting it. You know, as you might find that you just feel better when you do that. Now, you'll find guar gum in things like ice cream, uh, baked goods, uh, condiments, gum, uh, and maybe surprisingly, many almond, coconut, and other nut milks. All right, so where does that leave us? Well, you want to limit processed foods, right? And that's going to include things that contain guar gum. But when choosing to use an emulsifier for cooking or choosing a processed food that happens to contain an emulsifier, guar gum is going to be about your best choice. But remember, it can act as an irritant to your digestive system. So if you're eliminating foods from your diet in an attempt to find out like what you might be reacting to, don't overlook guar gum. You know, it might actually be the culprit. All right, if you found this video helpful, please like it and send it to a friend. I'll see you next time.